Well, welcome to another podcast here with Steve and Eddie. I'm Steve Hollis, and I'm with Eddie Hammond, our senior pastor. It is truly uh, our pleasure to get together every week and to uh, bring you pertinent and relevant information. And uh, Pastor, how are you doing today? Doing fine. Good. Doing fine. Well, yep. it's good. Well, we uh, this is Wednesday this week. Last week was Thursday. We had a little bit of scheduling conflicts, and, and uh, we were glad to bring that to you on Thursday. But back at it Wednesday, and um, we are continuing to move forward through all of this quarantine time. We know that this is exciting for us to get word out to you midweek, as it was even before uh COVID-19, mm-hmm. but um, we trust that you're healthy. We pray for you. Uh, we're in contact with, with uh, quite a few of you, and and if we haven't, it's not because we're ignoring you. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we are, uh, the staff as a whole uh, is, is uh, getting word out to uh, families and individuals and checking on you, and, and uh, like I said, if we haven't, just know that we've been praying for you. And uh, it kind of leads me into a little bit of a precursor that I wanted to say and ask you, Pastor. Do you have a couple of things you might want to say as far as what we're looking forward into the future here? Well, I, I, uh, I pray that uh, we're all staying connected, that you know, all of our folks are staying connected um, through the wonders of technology. You know, um, website and Facebook uh, mm-hmm. and that on that connection page is really a good thing with Every day from Chris, Kurt, me, and uh, you is sometimes yeah. kind of keeping people abreast of that. And as you, if you have graduates, have them check out that graduate page on our website. And, yeah. Uh, also, Chris's uh, Monday night Bible study, and right. then of course with the women on Wednesday. Don't forget that yeah. uh, we have given up people opportunities to grow. And and as we think about the leadership, we continue to pray and seek God's wisdom and guidance in the direction that we're headed. And mid-June, we are, uh, Kurt set that up, we're going to meet with uh, some doctors and medical uh, personnel to assess our situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want it to be, we want it to be safe. I, I want the blessing of the medical community. I want to know, really know their input because they got a finger on the pulse a lot yeah. more than we do. All we yeah. hear is hearsay and uh, different arguments on the media and on and on. I want to get it right uh, yeah. Kind of from the horse's mouth, in a sense. Not mm-hmm. that I'm calling our doctors horses, but <laughs> nonetheless, if you get my point. So, well, the thoroughbreds are really, you know. <laughs> I really appreciate our people. You know, what a, what a gracious, loving bunch uh, that God has entrusted into our care. Yeah. And uh, I appreciate their patience and understanding. So, that's kind of where we're at. Absolutely. I continue to pray uh, that we do the right thing. Uh, do God's thing, and uh, we'll pray the same for you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, we we do um, we are encouraged by the words that we hear from you as we do touch base with you. Uh, that's one of the things that we've been talking as a staff. We've we've been encouraged how you have responded and said we too trust that this course of action is the way that the Lord is leading, and uh, we believe in you as leaders. And for us to hear that puts confirmation in what we have been praying about, how we're leading through this whole process. What a, what a, what a continued relief. Other pastors in other cities are, are dealing with individuals that are, are saying, hey, pastor, we got to open this thing up and yeah. come on, and really trying to push their uh, opinion and agenda. And I don't mean that 
But what we're recognizing is as we are submitting to the Spirit's work in our lives and to the greater cause of the good, we are the church. It's not the building. Mm-hmm. The building is an access, and it is a beautiful access to be able to come together. We, we don't want to downplay that. God has given the Sherman House well, to and us as, as an you have said, and Chris has said, uh, Kurt might even have mentioned it, we're not like other churches in the fact we can't sit in every other pew here. Yeah, We're close. We're a close-knit group. We sit at tables and chairs right next to each other. Right. And I'm, I, I, it'd be hard to me to get people to sit every fourth or fifth chair. Well, and, and to have everybody come in... Yeah, how on a you, Sunday, yeah. we would have to do five services yeah. or four or five services. Yeah. And so anyway, we we really want to pay attention to how our, we're moving forward. And, yeah, and we don't want to belabor the point, but we want to keep people abreast of Absolutely. where we're going and what we're doing. So. Absolutely. Well, um, uh, it's, it's good to be with you today. And man, uh, we're encouraged again by by your encouraging words. So continuing to, to why don't you continue to please pray we covet your prayers as leadership, and um, uh, we're truly moving forward with the grace of God and by His direction through the Holy Spirit. And in fact, why don't we pray over this podcast right now? Sure. And uh, I'll lead in that, and uh, and then pastor at the well, end. Well, I might interject this as well. Uh, last Saturday, uh, I had my first COVID-19 death and funeral mm. over in Duggar. A yeah. sweet lady by the name of Marilyn Boner uh, had passed, and... Uh, for you to understand the the situation, uh, their, her family didn't get to touch her or kiss her or say goodbye or anything. Mm-hmm. They had to look through a window, and then she, when she passed, they, her family wasn't gathered around her. That that brings in a whole other element it to sure me. It sure does. So I just I just ask you to pray for Kathy Goodman and uh, and Myron and that family today as they grieve that loss. Yes. I mean, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, and it was, it was a it, everything is different now. We get to the uh, the cemetery in Duggar, and uh, Terry Bruss had a tent over it and had the casket open. I've never seen the casket open at the. Mm. But they at least the family got to go see her. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Anyhow, that's the you know, and that's and all I I, I know Bill Hagemar in our in Crossroads has it. I, I haven't heard of any anybody else at this time. Yeah. Continue to pray for him as well. Yeah. And pray for his healing. So. And, absolutely. Well, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful to be able to come to you and come before your throne, lay our concerns and our needs, but most importantly, be, as we do that, giving you praise for all things that you are, and uh, you are love, you are grace and mercy, and the extension of that through us, uh, through Jesus Christ, is more than amazing. We are um, so, so grateful to be able to come into the choice of being able to, to call you Lord and Savior. Father, we lay down uh, our concerns before you. We lay down uh, our lives before you, surrendering and thanking you for your hands are bigger than ours. Yes, your ways are bigger than ours. Your plans are bigger than ours. And we trust you with everything. So, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, may you uh, be with the Boner family and comfort them and be with them and help them to understand as, as they are going through this grieving process that, that, Lord, this isn't the end. This is the beginning of what they, too, will be able to look forward to 
and seeing the precious mother and wife uh, as you work in their lives as they call you Lord and uh, come to Jesus and I just and that is that's the words that we all are looking for in our hope through Jesus Christ so father I pray that we'll continue to lay our burdens before you and we do uh, lay uh, Bill Hagemeyer before you we we pray for others as well that are dealing with this that Lord you will absolutely cover them with your with your peace your healing touch and in Jesus name we claim that Lord we don't have the answers by far but we do know that you mm-hmm. in your mer- marvelous mercy will be with us through all things and you'll give direction through your great wisdom so Lord I pray also that with the way that we talk about this podcast over uh, over the sermon from last week and into this next week as well, um, that, Lord, you'll be glorified. And so we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Pastor, it, it is truly good to be with you and to uh, talk over the message from last week. And um, I know that that title is, uh, Does Jesus Really Understand Us? And the answer is... Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so go ahead and uh, refresh our minds well, about the, that a little bit. The text is in Hebrew 4, 14 through 16. This is why we have a great high priest who has gone to heaven, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us cling to him and never stop trusting him. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses, for he faced all of the same temptations we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it. You know, a lot of times well-intentioned people will say, I know how you feel, but we inside we say, no, you're, <laughs> yeah. you, you don't know how I feel, actually, but Christ does. and I, He was tempted in all ways that we are. So when we t- give in to sin, we know that there had been somebody before us that is sitting at the right hand of the Father pleading our case, that we can overcome it. That's right. We can't make that that we can't make that excuse that well I couldn't help myself. I don't carry any any, right. any weight with God. No. You know what Swindoll said about an excuse? He said it's a lie wrapped in the skin of reason. Mm-hmm. I've never forgot that, and it makes so much sense. Just tell the truth. I'm weak, Lord. I need your help. I don't want to quit doing this, but you gotta you know. But the thing is, is how often I go to God about that, you know. But he he sympathized with her weaknesses was in all points tempted as we are. And we say some, well, he was God with skin on. How could he? But that was the human side of him. That's why he did it. Uh, and it's we all realize that, you know, sin has left its mark on most of us in some way or another. Um, sometimes it's even physical. We've done something mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah. But a lot of times it's it's internal. A lot of times it's in our our soul and our psyche and our heart that that we've done some things and Satan won't let us forget it. And sometimes in a marriage relationship, our spouse don't let it for, let us forget it. Mm-hmm. Sad but true. But then when the, you really make a mad, the spouse they always uh, tendency have to go turn back to a time when you hurt them really bad, and they mm-hmm. will say. Yeah, but do you remember the time? <laughs> I wish we could erase that, but we can't. It, it is what it is. And, you know, with sin, God forgives us, but he doesn't get us off of the hook. That's the point. You know, I talked a little bit about germs. 
how we live with them every day. But they're not in an operating room. They can't be, because they'll kill you. You know, they'll kill you there. And the point I was trying to make is the purity of the room demands close attention to the presence of even the slightest impurity that could lead to a life-threatening infection. You know, we live, we live with sin, but we can't let it, we can't let it kill us. Right. It can't be the, it can't be the biggest voice. It can't be, Satan is always going to use distractions to get us away from listening to God. That's exactly right. But, but God, uh, through his great mercy, uh, through our surrender daily, through our understanding that we're weak, just as these points that you've already made, that, that we need to continue to, to have his voice be louder and louder and louder and be the strong, the strength to our, our day. So Jesus separates separateness from and sensitivity to sin actually increases his ability to sympathize with us. He's been there, done that, you know. Uh, we're not struggling alone. I think a lot of times we feel uh, alone, uh, but, but we're not. Well, it's another tactic of Satan. Golly, you know, isn't it the truth? I mean, he just tries to just trip us up in every stinking angle. So he's, if he's not the, the loudest voice, he's trying to make us distracted. Then when we, then when we start to have a little pity party for ourselves and we say, well, I'm just all by myself and I just can't, you know, nobody else cares like I do and, and nobody understands me, you know, and, and it's like, then, then Satan comes tripping along and says, yeah, you are alone. Yeah. Yeah, nobody does. But this is the word <laughs> that needs to be heard today. Mm-hmm. Does Jesus really? Yes. Absolutely. You Jesus know, understands. The great analogy with lions is a pride of lions, how they hunt. They'll single the weakest, the young, and that's who they that's who they devour, the one they can cut loose from the herd. Mm-hmm. And that's Satan's job is to cut us loose from the church. You don't need church. You don't need brothers and sisters in Christ. You you can do this on your own. He said, they don't even love you anyhow. And he fills our minds and hearts with all this garbage. Mm-hmm. And, and if we're not careful, we will, you know what? You're right. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, then it's a struggle. Yeah. Which, know, which suffocates us, which suffocates the very breath of God in us. And, and uh, we, we find well, ourselves I, I got into gasping. The temptations that face us, you know, and here's the four biggies in life, fortune, fame, power, and pleasure. Fortune, you know, is is the whole the whole money aspect that we have a desire, we need it, we have to have it, but uh, sometimes it turns into greed, and you just don't think you've got enough, and it, it it can turn you into alcoholic, it can turn you into it can drag you away from God in a mm-hmm. sense. You know what the scripture said? He said, "Money's the root of all evil," right. and boy, when you think about life and we have to have it. It's a good thing if we use it right, but it's one of those things that is a huge temptation for us. Yeah, yeah. And, and and you need to hear that. Uh, the root. Money is the root. It is not the evil. It's right. the root of. That's right. Because money used in, in a right way that's right. for the kingdom and for our families, it, it's, it's, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Next, the next thing is, about is, is, is fame. It's the push to be popular, to be one of the gang, to be liked. Actually, it's more than that. It's the hunger to be known to make a name for oneself. Mm-hmm. You know, to get our name in lights that people notice us, that we are somebody when we walk down the street and on and on and on. Fame can be heady stuff. It, 
makes her head swim. As one movie star put it, flame like flame is harmless until you start inhaling it. Hmm. And then you're a dead man, yeah. <laughs> you know. You know, I, I, it's the point of one of the things that God has allowed me to do in my life. I, I always remember where I came from and what I would be without Christ or where my, it's a, uh, it's a scary thought for me if I hadn't come to Christ, what, you know, and I say this a lot and I know it sounds like a broken record, but I praise God today that I got to raise my own children. Yeah. That's a big deal to me. You know, not that other people can't love your kids too, but man, God expected the dad and the mom to raise them kids together. That's the way, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. his plan. Mm -hmm. You know, right. it doesn't always work out, and I realize that, but boy, I, I, in my life, I'm not talking about anybody else, I'm talking about me. Mm -hmm. And I am thankful that well, he, he allowed me to do that. Real, real quick to mention a little bit about fame. Isn't it interesting that that, that is the very cause of sin in the first place? Satan, while in oh, heaven, he wanted to be number one. He wanted to be <laughs> the famous. Yep. And as we've learned, um, and man, I, you know, this is gonna it's gonna tweak some ears when I say this. And it's like, uh oh, Steve, but this, he was his body was made to worship. His his being was made to worship. He was the worship leader. Yeah. He was the one to. Ex, uh, exemplify that worship of God. He was an angel of light. Angel of light and all of this that just, the beautiful, most beautiful creature. Yeah, he would have been glorious. He would have been glorious. And, 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 and in fact, from, from our thinking towards this, what would this be then is that people started to feel the angels. Some of the angels would then see, Oh, Lucifer, you are it. Oh, and the way you give God glory, and it's all harmless. The way you give God glory, the way that all of a sudden, it's the way you are giving God glory. Look at you, how you, how you uh, shine and how God has made you just wonderfully. Oh, man, talk about... And then it turned into those famous eyes. That's it. I will... Be gone. Mm -hmm. I will do this. I will do that. I will be the one people worship. I, 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 I. And then you know, and, and he got says, booted out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. He said, okay, enough of that. <laughs> took, a, took a third of the angels with him. That's yeah. what happened. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Famous. It's, it's fame. a whole interesting concept. Mm. Well, he's famous now, but he, yeah. he don't, there's, there's no, there's no, there's a big old demise and currently for him. And so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, what's the next one? Well, the, we talked about, um, that was fame, wasn't it? Yeah. So, I think the next one was power. That's right. Yeah, there well, we go. Well, it goes hand in hand, doesn't it? Yeah, that is uh, it's power. Those seeking power want to control and rule over others. They want to take charge and get their way. And they use deceit and other things uh, to do it. Power people have little tolerance for folks who think on their own and speak their mind. They are below them. And we see that, and I, I made a reference to the church that there's a lot of church leaders that have fell into that. You know, give them some, give them some power, give them a, a larger congregation sometimes, and it doesn't always have to be that, but uh, it, it changes them for some reason. They mm -hmm. become dictators that, uh, you know, God, I'm... Of everybody in this church, I'm the most special. God mm. has blessed me. Yeah, that's wrong. Right. 
It says, power mad leaders leave more battered sheep than we would ever believe. And the special tragedy of that is that battered sheep do not reproduce and they seldom fully recover. And sometimes they have anything or they refuse anything to do with church after they've been hurt. So right. they're done. Right. And that the power can do that. Whew. That's and in the last one was pleasure. If it feels good, do it. And I think we can all finish that sentence. I want what I want when I want it. I'm going to be happy. I need to be filled. My desires will be gratified regardless. And sometimes uh, we get to that point and we do things that we really, really, really regret. Paul said, you know, don't lord it over those pe people that God has put in your charge. Mm -hmm. You know, you love them and you serve them. Um... I don't think obedience will be a problem if people know you love them. That's a whole different. They have to know that above anything else, I believe, as a, especially as leaders. People right. have to know that you love them. Paul portrays people who ignore God um, this way in Romans 1, 21 and 22. For even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God. But they became futile in their speculations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools. Because I think there's this a time when we, when we kind of ease into the, the water of sin that uh, it feels so good that we don't want to stop. And so we start rationalizing with God and say things like, you know what? God's not going to kill me for this. I'm going to go ahead and do it. And then I can ask for forgiveness. Therein lies the trap of consequences. That's right. Your sin will find you out. And it, it does inevitably. Some way, somehow, it finds you out, and then you're yeah. caught. And yep. then you're, God doesn't get us out of those circumstances. Right. Goes through it with us. Hopefully we learn something mm -hmm. from it. But, yep. You know, fortune, fame, power, and pleasure. You know, those, those are, are the four. Ephesians 6.16, Above all, be sure you take faith as your shield, for it can quench every burning missile the enemy hurls at you. Right. You know, uh, this temptation is not sin. Temptation is uh, can lead you into sinning. And uh, it's the sin itself, of course, that separates us from God and, and His will for you. Temptation, as we are tempted of these things and falling into those traps, we, we want and need the Holy Spirit to continue to be that nudging and pushing sometimes in that in the the voice that he's not gonna uh I, I he's more of a gentle giant in a sense that that yeah. will that will lead us guide us speak to us all he can but really honestly um it is our choice and therefore, in the midst of calling out and crying out to Jesus, we we do, re, you know, our weakness needs to be, we need to just lay it out there. Mm -hmm. And and then, that as we do this, Satan wants to then not only whisper the lies, but sometimes scream the lies into our ears that says, oh, you're so weak. Mm -hmm. uh, or or you're going to be so embarrassed if you if you let this out, or... Or you're going to not win. You're not going to overcome this. You're not going to blah, 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 blah. And just as the song goes, like we've sung many times, fear is a liar. 
and Satan gets in there and he and he, he the father of all lies tries to get in there to manipulate your thinking and, and your deceit so much sure. and, and uh, cause us to sin or cause us to for disparity um, to lean that way but God is God and he is greater greater than that he that is in the world and uh, oh, and that's why scripture in that text is to today <clears throat> said that we need to come boldly mm-hmm. march right up fess up move yeah. on <laughs> yeah you know because what what will we what will we gain if we do that you won't get a tongue lation or smack on the head you'll get understanding and mercy and yeah. grace amen that's right amen because we've created enough damage to make us feel bad he, god's not going to make us feel any worse yeah you know, I always picture my mind and of, of the Heavenly Father's kind of shaking his head, wipes you off, cleans you up, puts a Band-Aid on you, sets you on his knee and kisses you on the head and say, you know what, try to try to do better next time. I got your back. You know, that's how I see God. Oh. That's awesome. Well, that, uh, that speaks well of what we've talked about. The relevant, you know, it, it, relevancy is, is how and where this hits you. And every one of us, uh, whether we're talking or whether we're listening right now, uh, temptations are all around us. And um, the relevancy is to continue to submit and surrender daily, uh, realizing that you uh, are weak and that he is strong. And uh, just like that, that uh, yes, Jesus loves me, uh, mm-hmm. you know, song as we were younger and singing that. But uh, God is good and faithful for sure. Well, well, it leads then, into uh, this next week, right? Next week, we're going back into Esther. I skipped that a couple for Mother's Day. And then last week, that message was on my heart. So uh, the title of the message uh, next week is When Ideologies Collide. And, you know, we talk about how they butt heads and whatever. Uh, in our great United States, uh, the ideology, ideology that's before us is politics and this election coming up and all the mudslinging and headbutting and name call. <laughs> you almost mm-hmm. get tired of watching the news because of it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's always been collisions between ideologies. Uh, talk a little bit about Martin Luther and his uh, uh, collision with the Catholic Church. and um, They wanted him to recant. God was working on his heart about the, when he was working on some lectures on faith and God really got a hold of him. He thought there were things going on within the context of the church that shouldn't be so he writes his 95 thesis and tacks them on the church door in in uh, Wittenberg and it just starts and then they call him in for a council at Worms and they want him to recant and take back everything he said about the church and the Pope and, and he cannot and he made this statement I cannot and will not recant anything here I stand. I cannot do otherwise. God help me. Amen. Mm. And then I, I go into the whole, you know, talking about Easter, Easter, Esther and Mordecai and Haman's whole plan and how the first thing she did was fast and pray for three days and not make any decisions. She waited on God. Mm. And that's how wise. And that's, that's what God mm. wants us to do as mm. well and not to get real dramatic and rush into things and, uh, yeah, it's a, it was a it's a good message because, uh, like I told you earlier, uh, it's applicable. At first, when we started into this pandemic, I 
again, there you go. There you go. Got the word I. I was wondering how this was going to play out, but uh, it plays right into for such a time as this and mm-hmm. what we're in. And some of the things Esther was facing, the annihilation of her people, we're not a fa- uh, facing the complete annihilation, excuse me, but we're facing many deaths. Yeah. And it's how, how we deal with that. Yeah. But well, it, God promises to, to bring the word as we are faithful to bring it, and, and that's exactly what you've done. And old Haman, he thought he was in the, the catbird seat. I don't know what that means, but I hear it a lot. He, <laughs> he had her made, man. He had the kids ring. He was calling the shots, and um, God turns the tables on him next week. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, make sure that you tune in and, <laughs> and continue on with this series. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's good stuff. God is... He's leading the charge on this whole Amen. thing. Well, can you go ahead and pray over our Father, prayers? we love you, and we thank you for loving us more than anything else. And we thank you, God, that you are always there, always here. We're never alone. All we have to do is reach out, and you're there. And hopefully we communicate quite a bit with you, Lord, yeah, to give us guidance and direction and hope and purpose in this life. Thanks again for your word and what it means. May we continue to digest it and live it in our lives, Lord. And I just pray for everybody that hears this broadcast today. I just pray that you touch them in a special way and let them feel your presence. We ask these things in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, Pastor, thank you so much for joining me here again. And thank you, listeners, to uh, for joining in. And we hope that uh, your continual uh, day in and day out will be uh, just placed right in the Father's hands. Uh, continue to pray for one another. And uh, let's lead through this in a very strong and and uh, hopeful way. And don't be praying for rain. I need to mow my yard. Yeah, no kidding, right? Man, yeah. man. <laughs> we'll be whining about rain in a few weeks. Cause it, <laughs> man, we should rain. You know, that's the way we are. Well, yeah, it, uh, it'd be nice to have some uh, multiple days of sunshine in a row, wouldn't it? But, um, well, that's coming. And, and uh, again, thanks for joining us. Hope that uh, all things are well, and God bless you. And until next week, we'll say goodbye.